And it's John Cena, the wrestler. Which, you know, you know, you can't see me. John Cena. I want to share a dream I had a few days ago that I really feel like uh, will bless some of you, um, as well as as I want to share this weird supernatural thing that happened uh, earlier today with me. Um, but if you could, if you would, if you would be so kind, if you uh, would share the broadcast, that would be super awesome. Let me know how you're doing as you come in, Margot, Pamela, uh, Peter. Thank you guys so much for uh, joining here. Uh, I haven't seen some of you guys in so long, and then I, I like there's so many new friends. I saw Alexis come on. Hey, Tisha. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. I'm just sharing the broadcast right now, uh, so. But I feel like this is significant uh, for, for many people, um, especially if you feel like you've been dealing with a lot of warfare and things of that nature. Um, I, I really believe that this is going to help you in this moment, in this hour. Um, so we'll just give a few more moments here. And we will go ahead and get started. I don't know why my lighting is being all weird. Let's just do this. Excuse me. We'll just. But uh, you know, it's happy uh, Thanksgiving to you. Uh, uh, names backwards. Uh, hey Monica. Bless you guys. Bless you guys again. Thank you so much. Uh, hey Zuma. Thank you so much for sharing. Appreciate it. So I'm gonna start out by sharing. This really weird uh, experience that I had earlier today, um, I was just uh, spending some time with the Lord. I was listening to this audiobook from Joshua Mills. I love audiobooks. And um, I was like, cool, just resting in the Lord, like nothing crazy, nothing, uh, just peace. And, you know, and, you know, it, as we do when we're just kind of resting in the Lord, sometimes we close our eyes and I, and so I'm just, you know, in my chair, just taking it all in at that moment. And I was listening to this, uh, the book that he just recently put out about angels and just absorbing that. Uh, and I open, I open my eyes and Within feet of front in front of me, within feet, flying is a wasp. And I'm sitting like my my initial reaction is like how how did this get in my house? Like every door's closed, I don't have any windows open, nothing like that. And now my my interaction with things like bees and wasps and things of that nature, um to me, when they manifest like that is uh, some people have very positive uh, 
connotation to that, I do not. And it all goes back to a dream that I had a number of years ago um, where a giant wasp was trying to sting me. And so I am not a fan of that. Um, I mean, I've had, I've found dead bees and wasps and stuff like that in my car. So for me, when they manifest, it, it, it's usually not a good thing to me. It's not something I enjoy. And so this, here's this, here's this wasp in front of me. And I'm like, like a yellow jacket or something of that nature. It wasn't a typical bee. And I'm sitting there thinking, how did this get there? And I hear the Lord, ignore it and it will go away. If you just ignore it, Wesley, it will go away. And right there, like that's when I made that status earlier today, like, you know, the devil's trying to engage in clickbait or a click funnel. If you, if you know what a click funnel is, if you're familiar with marketing terms at all, um, basically it's like this downward spiral to eventually like course you into buying something and, a, a you know, and the devil's constantly trying to get you into this place of where you're going to, where you're going to click that you're going to engage with him. So that he could take you in a downward spiral into the, into this place that you're not even supposed to be really going into. Why? Because we don't war against flesh and blood, but spirit and principalities. And... We tend to engage, we click. The moment the devil manifests in some fashion, in some way in our lives, however it might be, we instantly engage and like, you know, if you're an intercessor, you grab your your, your flags and your rain stick and uh, I'm kidding, if you, if you got to know my sense of humor. You know, whatever it is, you know, you break out a shkarabaso, I bind you, you know, and we go after it. Which sounds incredibly spiritual and it sounds exactly the way that Jesus would have done it if he was us. But every time the enemy tried to come against Jesus, he just sidestepped the guy. Like, and if you know anything about fighting, when you sidestep, you don't even pay attention to what's actually happening. You just step away. You step out of, you step out of the frame of the battle that's happening and you're not even a part of it anymore. And the person attacking just goes right past you. And it's so important to not engage. Don't engage with when the enemy's trying to get you to to click the warfare, to click the to click the alleged attack, don't don't engage him and then start fighting with him because you're not you're not gonna win. You see, but the Lord that's a different story. So let's put a pin in that story for a moment. We're gonna put a pin in it. And let's talk about this dream I had a number of nights ago. So this dream I had a number of nights ago, in this dream I was with a buddy of mine and we were running from somebody attacking us. We were running um, 
from somebody shooting at us. Now, this dream was so real that I actually felt like I had gotten shot in the leg. Like, it woke me up out of the dream. And, like, I felt like there was this bullet that hit me, and I could feel the initial impact of the pain, and I could feel the heat of it begin burning into my leg. And I was like, and like I woke up, and I was like, did I get shot? Did I, is there, is there something in my bed that's like stabbing me right now? Like, what's going on? And, I, and the Lord spoke to me, in this dream. So in the dream, we're running. And next thing I know, like we're like, it reminds me of like where I used to live in San Diego. And I live like 20 minutes from the beach. And it was, uh, it's actually North San Diego. It was an ocean side. And, but it kind of wasn't that place. So anyways, that's irrelevant. And I, I look at my friend and I said, hey, man, we're going to meet up with somebody and this person is going to help us. Uh, they're they're, they're going to help protect us. They're going to help defend us. We're not going to have to worry about this at all whatsoever. So, you know, in Southern California, especially in San Diego, there's a lot of like, especially by the beach, there's a lot of outdoor restaurants and like taquerias and things of that nature. And so we end up at one of those types of places. And... I, my buddy and I were sitting on a bench next to each other. And then across from me is the help and the, the help, you know, that it was supposed to be somebody I know. Well, this individual turns around and looks at me and it's John Cena, the wrestler, which, you know, you know, you can't see me, John Cena. Which is kind of interesting when you think about that now. So. I wake up from this dream. And I hear the Lord speak to me. And he says, Wesley. You don't war. You don't fight with flesh and blood. But I'm sending. You don't wrestle. Specifically the word he used. You don't wrestle with flesh and blood. But I'm sending a professional wrestler to handle this on your behalf. And that's where I want to encourage you. See, you don't war against flesh and blood. But you have an intercessor coming on your behalf. Jesus. Jesus is, the, is your, like your ultimate intercessor. He is like your ultimate warrior to kind of stay in inside the wrestling connotation. He's your ultimate warrior. He's grabbing the ropes and he's like, if y'all remember the ultimate warrior. And he's in your corner and he's like, it's not even a tag match. He's fighting in proxy for you. And so you're going to be victorious. That's right. You're going to be victorious. So your job is not to engage. My job was not to engage. And there was some stuff that was happening. 
But I had to constantly, like, I had to be reminded, like, the Lord had to, like, give me a dream to remind me, Wesley, do not engage in anything that's happening. So I didn't. I just sat back. Because it's not my fight. And even though I was the one who got shot in this dream, I wasn't, I didn't appreciate it. But let's fast forward now to today. So today, I'm spending time with the Lord. Sorry, my nose is itching. I'm spending time with the Lord. Just seeking Him. And my eyes are closed and I open my eyes. And... Inches from me is this wasp, this yellow jacket, whatever it is. It had a stinger, it flew around, and to be perfectly honest, I can't think of any natural means of how this critter got into my house. And the Lord speaks to me and he says, Wesley, if you ignore it, it will go away. If you don't pay it any attention, if you don't bother it, if you just like don't try to open a door and direct it like it's a 747, like some type of plane or something of that nature, you know, like air traffic control it or whatever it is that you're doing, uh, you just ignore it. And don't get me wrong, I'm not a huge fan of these things, and I don't want to get stung or any of that sort of stuff. And so, not that I'm not allergic or anything, I just, you know, I don't willfully go looking to be stung. So I just go right back into the presence. I go right back into resting. I go right back into being with my father. I'm not concerned about what's trying to engage me at this moment. So then it comes time for me to get ready to leave. And I kid you not, like, so I, I get up from my chair and I look over to like where the, wa where the wasp had flown to which was my which was my window and it was sitting between the blinds and the window that whole time i could hear it rattling you know sometimes the enemy's just hidden trying to create noise to scare you it's all it is is noise how are you going to respond to it when the enemy makes noise put in headphones don't engage. Don't try to turn it off. Don't try to silence that. Just walk away. Pay it no attention. Do yourself a favor and resist engaging. Don't follow for the click. That's the thing. See, when you, in clickbait, when you click, like, have you ever started watching YouTube videos and like you started out watching like a YouTube video, maybe it was like on a favorite sermon, 
or maybe like a how-to video, like some, you know, DIY type stuff. And the next thing you know, like if you let that YouTube go, you will have some crazy stuff come up. You'll find some conspiracy theories and about lizard people and all this other stuff like will come up. And it's like, and that's exactly how like the engaging with the enemy is. Like you think that you're just like, oh, I'm stepping up. I'm doing exactly, uh, I'm doing exactly what the Lord would have me do in this moment, in this hour. You know, Jesus, you know, fought the devil with scripture. And so I'm throwing scripture. No, it's not your job to fight him. Scripture says, resist the devil. And he will flee from you. Submit to God. In other words, turn your affection, turn your engagement, turn your praise towards the Lord. And the devil will run from you. The devil will flee from you. You won't have to deal with his punk self anymore. But, but Wesley... I have to fight him. I have to sing worship songs at him. No, you don't. That's the game he wants you to play. He wants you to click. And when you click, you just go further and further down that hole. That's all that happens. You go further and further down the hole. It's like a rock, Robert. It's a rabbit hole. The enemy could be right here. But the Lord can be right here. Just turn this way. And focus on him. Don't get distracted. Don't get distracted by what the, what the enemy's trying to do. He's just trying to make some noise. So. This wasp. You know, because I, I didn't see it. It's gone. It didn't go out my door. Because my door wasn't open. He just, he just left. It's almost like he wasn't even really there. And that's one of the that's one of the tactics of the enemy. He creates fear. The enemy will try to create fear so that you'll engage with him and so that you'll try to fight him. And the moment that you engage with the enemy and try to fight him, he's got you. And it's just a downward spiral from there. But if you just resist him, you pay you pay homeboy no attention. Guess what happens? He just goes. Resist the devil. Focus on the Lord. And the devil will flee. You know how Paul says in Philippians that, you know, I tell you to focus on these things. These things that are pure, that are lovely, that are deserving of praise. These things that give God glory. The things that we should be repeating testimonies. 
those things. And it's because of that that I can do X, Y, and Z and I can endure X, Y, and Z. It's because of that that I remain victorious. And because of that, I am completely okay with little or with much. It's because of what I focus on, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. See, what we're ever, whatever we're empowering in that moment, and we begin to, like, when we, when we click into warfare, we're, we, we engaged, but it's a battle that's not for you. And then we get slapped sideways by this thing. And we go, what happened? Like we just spun out of control like you're in a fighter jet and you're spiraling out like you're in Top Gun. So don't fall for the tactics of the enemy. Don't. God is going to send someone on your behalf like in my dream where John Cena came to wrestle for me. A professional wrestler. The Lord's like, listen, I got somebody for you. You don't have to worry about this anymore. It's time for you to get set free from that entanglement by disengaging and now turn your focus to the Lord. And here's the thing. It's, the enemy will try to manifest harder and more. But then we just go, Lord, I worship you. I adore you. You're worthy of all the praise. You're worthy of all the honor. I thank you for doing this. I thank you for fulfilling that word. I thank you for that miracle. Even if it's not something that you you personally have seen, but you just begin blessing the Lord for what you've... For, I don't care if it was a Facebook video of a miracle you saw or whatever it might be. You just begin putting your focus and engagement on the Lord and stop trying to fight the battle that's not yours. Because so often people are fighting a ghost anyways. You're fighting something that's not even there. It's almost like this wasp. It was almost like it, if it was an apparition. It was just something, you could almost say like a figment of my imagination. It was something that wasn't there. Because that's what the enemy tries to cause fear. But fear is false evidence appearing real. It's like a mirage. You know, I said a while back that the Lord has me in this Psalms 23 season. You know, he'll cause you to lie down, which is you can choose to lay down or he'll make you lay down by still waters. But it starts out with the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And that means that Every aspect of your soul and your heart and your spiritual needs or everything is completely met and fulfilled. 
And if there's an area in your life that is yet to be fulfilled, that means that there's an area of your life that he has yet to become the shepherd of. Likewise, if the Lord leads us by still waters, and we look at the waters around us, and those waters are not still, who's leading? Who's leading? Are you following the Lord, or is the Lord following you? And that's a question I ask myself. If I have a disturbance in the waters around me, then more than likely he's the one not leading. I'm trying to. Can I break down some science for you real quick? Is that okay? Can we, can we go into some science and some understanding the human body? If, if Psalms 23 tells us that he leads us by still waters and the waters aren't still, do you know that there's one, your body is composed of 80% water. A number of years ago, there was a study that I saw under a microscope, and it was uh, two different slides, and there were water molecules. And the water molecules, one wa set of water molecules was very agitated and disruptive and looked aggressive and incredibly overreactive. And then another set of water molecules, which was under a microscope, was completely calm and peaceful and still. But the difference between the two was one had constant like anger and aggression thrown at it, like, you know, accusations, whatever it might be. And then the other had like Bach played and it was listening to some Bach or something of that nature. And I want to feel like they've done something similar with plants as well, where there was a study, if I remember correctly, where they did the same thing. I've had John Cena's intro music stuck in my head the whole time, my friend. Um, that's all. I, like you know, I'm hearing that right now, and I'm kind of I'm trying not to chuckle. Because, I mean, plants are primarily made up of water as well. You know, there's a the whole photosynthesis process and all that other stuff. And if a plant's going to die because you're disrupting the water, then how much more or how much does that affect you when you have this disruptive thing that you're engaging it. Resist the devil and he will flee. Something that was brought to my attention or to my remembrance really was and I'm not 100% 
familiar with how this works. But if I if I remember correctly, there is like a layer of water somewhere like between your brain and like your skull or something of that nature. And so that literally can disrupt your mind if those waters aren't still. Don't let the enemy take your peace because he's trying to get you to engage. Don't waste your energy. Don't waste time. No much time is probably wasted trying to engage the enemy. However, you are not intended to engage the enemy. When you try to... When you come at something with a fleshly, natural response to something that's spiritual, there's a good likelihood that, that something that's spiritual may just smack you sideways because you're coming at it from a, an earthly perspective instead of a heavenly perspective. And that's, when you think about it, if I remember correctly, it's Colossians. Focus on the things above, not on the things of earth. See, like, listen, like, put your engagement, put your, put your gaze upon the things of heaven. Put your, put your affection, put your praise upon the things of heaven. And pay no attention to that manifesting critter in front of you. And it will leave. And that's exactly what happened in my weird bee circumstance today. God will fight the battle for you. Our job, submit. Submit. And that's what the Lord's been teaching me. Like, listen, Wesley, don't engage. Don't engage with the stuff that so easily could be for you to engage. Don't, don't get caught up in warfare and, oh, the enemy's attacking me and so on and so forth. And it's like, you know, I was even jokingly talking about this week, you know, because somebody hit my car. Like they backed into it or something. And I was like, man, that's just, that's a prophetic sign. It's a representation of how everything's been going. And then I was quickly corrected saying, no, it wasn't. Just means somebody hit your car, man. See, like I was trying to spiritualize and get caught up in the enemy's tactics going like it's even manifesting in my car. No, somebody just hit my car. All right. So, let me know, drop a line right now in the comments and let me know what you think about this. Let me know what you're thinking. Talk to me.
I remember one time I was having a conversation with some prophetic friends of mine and I said, you know, my most prophetic or profound statement or like when I teach on the prophetic is sometimes a box is just a box and then sometimes it isn't. And we have to figure out, is there something inside this box or is it just some cardboard sitting in front of us and it is what it is? We, as spiritual beings and prophetic people, have a tendency to want to be avocado. And, excuse the youthism, to be avocado means to be extra, to be um, a, more than what, more spiritual than what is probably required sometimes. And I fall into that category, you know, I'm over here like, my car's prophetic, it's getting hit, you know. I got shot earlier this week in a dream. In all reality, my car was hit. My dream spoke. Which is funny, is because I... I constantly say, I'm not a dreamer. I'm not much of a dreamer. I just want to encourage you. Sometimes, sometimes the enemy is trying to manifest. Sometimes he's just creating some noise and depending on if you put your faith to it, de depends on what it becomes. When Elijah heard the sound of abundant rain, he put his faith to it and it became the cloud the size of a man's fist. When you hear the enemy trying to make some noise, don't engage, don't put your faith to it. Don't let that thing grow. You don't need the enemy trying to manifest something to the size of a cloud of a man's fist. Just let the Lord be the Lord. And I'll tell you right now, those of you with, with children, with children's, just let the Lord be the Lord. Pray for them, but let the Lord be the Lord. Encourage them, love on them, but, you know, the Lord loves them too. Don't engage in the warfare. Don't engage in the battle. Pray for your children. Pray for God to just invade their life with, with light. He's the father of lights. Pray for him to eradicate the darkness. Thank you so much for just the comments and the love and the shares and 
the hearts. I super appreciate it. You guys are awesome. I pray that you're able to take something from this so that you can, one, come into a new level of freedom. Two, you could be set free. And three, you can get your peace back. And you can find yourself being led by still waters once again. Father, I thank you that you are good. And you sent your son for us. He's our chief cornerstone. He's our, our intercessor. He's our healer. He's our shepherd. And in him, oh God, may we find ourselves in the good shepherd. In his fields. May we find ourselves there. In Jesus' name. Thank you so much for watching. There's going to be some changes coming about pretty soon. Um, changes to the look and feel of the ministry. As well as some revamping of my website. And let's see. We're already... We already some cool stuff getting lined up for next year. Um, Seattle in January. And I'm looking at probably California somewhere between March and April. I had a dream a number of weeks ago where... I was speaking to a friend who was a pastor there and I was, we were talking about a movement of God that was taking place in California as well as actually I had another dream about with somebody from California. I was talking to them as well about something that was taking place in California. And so I believe that this, uh, this coming year, is going to be really good for California. So I uh, thank you guys so much for all 
uh, your prayers. Uh, thank you so much for, uh, you know, super thankful to my partners uh, that have been partnering with me in this season. Uh, just so many people have been so incredibly generous. And I'm just beyond words, to be perfectly honest, most of the time. Um, it just, it's it's the goodness of God. And, uh, yeah, I guess I'll just end with this. Just a little bit of a hint of things to come. Just remember this. Love still speaks today. Love still speaks today. Bless you and thank you so much. If you want more of prophetic words and things like that that I've put out, visit lovespeaks.info. Again, that's lovespeaks.info. That'll take you to my website. Feel free to message me and connect. I try to respond to everybody. But look forward to seeing you guys soon. God bless.